Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Marriage Stuff of the Woodpecker Lips podcast. This is Brian, joined by my co-host, Paul. We'd like to welcome you to a community met for men of the world to share their thoughts and perspectives on marriage, to learn from each other's experiences, and help each other be better husbands. Today, we'd like to talk about beware of the safety net. If you've uh, ever been in a spot where you're used to or you get used to having nothing, you might find it easy to just set your world on fire and uh, go back to having nothing. So we're going to patch that out, but uh, Paul has a little message for you. Yeah, before you hop in, we hop into the episode, we just want you to lean into community. Um, hit us up on our uh, on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and our website. If you'd like to be a guest or you have any topic ideas, you can just uh, roll over to our website, marriageistougher.com, and fill out the form there. Um, leave us a message, or if you want to be a guest, tell us a topic you want to speak out, and we'll reach back out to you. Um, you can reach all of our social searching with Marriage is Tougher as well, um, but the point is to make a community, to connect with each other, and to, um, to have a space where we can talk as husbands. So let's get into this episode. Beware of that safety net. I, I like this topic because this was largely my life when I was a, a younger gentleman, we'll say, <laughs> in the dating world. <clears throat> you know, I, I came from, just to give you a little backstory, I came from a history of not having much, right? I came up in a single-parent home. My mother worked very hard to support two pretty large boys who would uh, routinely eat her out of house and home, <laughs> right? And um, I, I saw that she was always fighting to provide for us. And when I got a little bit older and had to fend for myself... I didn't necessarily have a great example of how to manage finances and things of that nature. Um, I didn't necessarily have a good example of how to maintain a relationship. And so I got used to kind of being at rock bottom, right? And it wasn't that I didn't know how to make money, but for the fact that I didn't know how to manage my money, I could make it and spend it so much better. Um, so, you know, with that being said, and in line with this topic, there were often times where I would get into a relationship and then find that there was something about the relationship I didn't like. And I think I had this idea that it should either be perfect or nothing. And so if it wasn't perfect... I'd get my match out, just throw it up in the air, you know, action scene, <laughs> let it blow up behind me, <laughs> girl crying, why? And I'm just like, brush the dirt off my shoulder and keep it moving. Was that the right thing to do? No. <laughs> but I didn't know any better because I was comfortable in my nothingness. And rather than working on fixing the relationship, I would just... Find another one to blow up, 
because I was immature and stupid. <laughs> so, yeah, what you're saying is wild um, in the sense of I'm watching it happen, right? Like I'm, <laughs> I'm seeing the match explode. I'm seeing the reasons um, brought up on why to exit or just I'm out. Like this is not working anymore. Yeah. Boom. Um, but I'm hearing that it it also comes with expectations, right? Like because you have the expectations of it should be this way, and if it's not, like, not I'm gonna put the work in for it to work towards that. It's just like oh, if it's not, you know, I'm used to having nothing. So, all right, let's go back to that, <laughs> which is. Which is, you know, we'll just find another, right? I don't need this right now. Going on to the next, which is um, looking at it now and knowing what we know now. It's like, man, like, could have just tried to put in the work and see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) But it is easy to go back to a place that you're comfortable. And I'm sure, well, I'll ask you this. Did you like starting a new relationship or trying to find that or even like enjoy the starting you know starting from the bottom when i would hear right and enjoy that starting from the bottom space um because you are a builder right so and you do like to new ideas new things whatever this nice new thing can grab that attention real quick and um, go. So I, I'm asking yeah. you that. Does, did you enjoy that? And maybe that played a part in like, eh, we're going to try yeah, again. So that's, that's a complex question. And I would say as much as I was comfortable there, I can't say that I necessarily enjoyed it. I didn't, I didn't enjoy being in that spot, but I was so used to it and I knew that I could always recover from it, Right. So there's that piece. That desire to build something was never on the table. Because, you know, it's not like I would begin to be unfaithful or something along those lines, right? I was committed to my relationships, but I think I was more committed to me is the best way to put that. All right? Mm. So if I wasn't happy, if there was something I didn't like, boom, light on fire, it's gone. Let's let's start new. Now, I think we all enjoy the excitement of a new relationship, right? It's new. You get to find, you know, find out about each other and all those types of things. Um, but that's not what I was chasing. If that's your question, right? It's yeah. That that segment of recovery would happen, but. I wasn't seeking that from where I was in the past relationship. It was more or less just, I don't know how to be this person they want me to be. They're doing something annoying. I'm good on that. (laughs) Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah, that's a... That is a thing, man, like... It is a thing. It's either you don't know how to work, you don't know, you don't have the value of like 
you don't understand the value of that time spent putting in the work. So, and the expectation was like, this should all just work out. Yeah. It's not working out. Why not? Yeah. And it, it should be but, mentioned as well. There were a lot of times that I would soon regret the decisions I made or the actions that I took. A combination of the two, right? You make a decision, act on it, and then regret it. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of times you do something like that, and in hindsight, you start to see all of the things that you no longer have that were good about the situation, right? Mm-hmm. And now, knowing the things I know now, being the man that I am now, like I'm in the best situation, right? Married, kids, and working on myself, working on my marriage. Um, mm-hmm. But what I can see is there are a lot of people out there who d- wouldn't only apply these tactics to relationship, right? There's a lot of people I've seen get fed up with, in the grand scheme of things, something very small in their workplace and just light that on fire, right? In a couple different Mm -hmm. ways, right? They could just walk out. They could uh, just retract from being engaged in, you know, their their work or whatever and end up getting fired or whatever the case may be. But, you know, there's there's certainly... a lot of different areas where I see people employ this tactic. And then I, I would assume a lot of times also regret their, their decisions and action. Yeah. Um, yeah, because when you take time to build something, there is good in it, right? And a lot of times if there's not careful calculation, the good outweighs the bad. Um but we don't always see it because the the bad is the louder voice, right? That's the bigger movie. That's the what's happening, and so you forget. Um, and a lot of times we look for the bad. It's almost it's a survival mechanism, right? Like we need to figure out what's wrong so that we don't die. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not usually the loudest voice, um, you know, where we where we're sitting. Um, or, or is it? It's because sometimes that voice is pretty loud, and I think I conditioned myself to ignore it. Meaning, so the, like that, that the good that is voice, a louder you, voice. With a lot of things, right? Like Brian, you shouldn't do this. I know that I'm gonna do it anyway, <laughs> right? Like you can sometimes consider what the outcome might be of your decisions and know that you shouldn't do it. You could have people in your head or literally talking to you saying, you should probably think about what the consequences of this are, right? As you're hyping yourself up to take this Mm -hmm. stupid action. And then you become (laughs) impulsive, like, I'll just deal with the consequences because I'm comfortable with my nothing. So if that's as far back as I can, can fall, fine been there before know what that's like so is it you're knowing your comfortability is knowing that you can recover yes right it's like i know i can recover from this so and that's that's wild when you say that because that's a awesome trait to have as an entrepreneur (laughs) right like someone who is going into new things 
you still count the cost of what's going to happen as you're projecting, but you also know, like, if this doesn't work out, it'll be fine. So that gives you confidence. Yeah, but not so much in other things. Um, But I think that's also a, a trait in just anything as you gain experience, right, that give, allows you to see a different perspective. Like, as a as a parent, like, when kids experience something and they feel like their world yeah. is falling apart, you're like, actually, you won't even remember this in two right. years. But, like, in their mind, like, it's what's happening right now. Um, so it allows you to speak on certain things. But at the same time, just like with everything, that, that balance of using the tool right (laughs) gotta make sure we use it for the betterment and not for the detriment what i really like about it is reflecting on the amount of growth that has happened from where i was to where i am now and what it truly means for me to choose to love my wife right because as we've learned through being married through this podcast through talking to other men you know, love is a choice and the work we put in to exhibit said love says a lot about who we are as men and fathers and friends, right? Um, so I, I think that is, I don't really want to state this. That's like just a, a big idea, right? It's mm-hmm. there's there's a lot that goes into maintaining a relationship, and so when you make the choice to work on yourself, work on your marriage, you know, and just work on being a better human all around. If I were to meet someone who is you know, exhibiting those character traits that tells me a lot about them and probably initiates that desire in me to want to spend time with that person, to learn from them, you know, pour into them if that is something they need, seeing that willingness, right? And and the same thing happens in work when you see people around you that are wanting to learn and uh, wanting to share credit for things right those are the type of people i want to be around yeah that's um it's just so interesting can you give us any maybe three to five things or areas that you grew or that helped you grow from where you were to right now Think about that for a second. Where did I grow? I, well, I think most of all, I grew in the area of knowing who I am. Right? I think when we're younger, and this might go off topic a little bit, so I apologize, but I think when we're younger, we largely rely on the adults in our lives telling us what our potential is and we take that as the gospel of who we should be 
right? And so I grew in the area of finding out what traits I had when I was younger, what they actually meant, and then figuring out, oh, I was doing that because that's who I am, not who I was told to be. Because if I was who I was told to be, I would have been a doctor by now. I have no interest in being a doctor whatsoever. <laughs> right. Um, so that was that would probably be number one. Um, I grew in the area of no longer feeling or convincing myself that I was comfortable at the bottom. The bottom is not comfortable. <laughs> right. Rock bottom. They call it rock bottom for a reason. It's not comfortable. Um, now, while I still right. know I could get bottom. back there and recover, that, that position is not comfortable, which is why I try so hard to recover. And knowing that now, it put me in a mindset of build what you want, protect what you have. Um, where else did I grow? I grew in the ability to form and maintain relationships. Um, and that's not just, you know, the relationship I have with my wife, but the relationship I have with friends, colleagues, you know, um, that, that takes work, man. I, there was a time where I just kind of felt like all of that should come to me. And there were times where I expressed that as well. And I would get these looks and I'm like, look at me like that for? I, I, this is going to sound crazy, but I verbatim told a girl once, you took too long. And just to put some context behind that, we had been interested in each other. And I was so used used to um, women approaching me and saying that they were interested in, you know, being in my world or, ha you know, uh, mm -hmm. I don't know how better to state that, but because, of, because that was what I was used to and what I allowed to happen, when she said something along the lines of, uh, you know, you never really acted on your feelings towards me. And I was like, oh, that's funny, because I felt you, you, you took too long to let me know that's what you wanted. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? I don't know, man. I... Oh, you arrogant yeah. bugger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Maybe I just had myself convinced that that was confidence, not arrogance. Mm. I don't know, man. No, I think... Um... Yeah, those are good things, right? Knowing who you are, being comfortable in who you are. Um, no longer being comfortable or acknowledging that rock bottom isn't a comfortable place. It's a place you can survive, but not a place that you should be or want to get there or look at as, as the option or as an option, right? If it happens, it happens, but it's not the option of the situ whatever situation you're in and then yeah being able to form and maintain relationships 
right? Because you can form anything because that's the beginning stage. But the maintaining is putting in the work. So growing in those areas definitely will have you grow as a person because those relationships will reflect who you are and show you the things you need to work on um, when you stay in a relationship long enough, no matter what type, what type of relationship it is. So know that that makes sense. Yeah. So hearing that, is there anything else you have to say about uh, the safety net? Did we even talk about that? I mean, it's it's a false safety net, right? A safety net catches you and prevents you from being hurt. And I saw rock bottom as being that, but it never left me unscathed. Mm. So it was it was a false perception I had. It was just me being willing to reset. Which, like you said, is not always a bad thing, but I would say it was probably never what I truly wanted. Right? It's it's a tough place to get back from. I mean, we could equate it to messing up your credit, right? And then trying to recover from that. Uh, I've never had a bankruptcy, but you know, I've had messed up credit before. You know, you're talking a minimum of seven years to dig out of that hole. That, that's not comfortable. Yeah. But you could do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. It's it's the that thing of not, it's not the option. If it happens to be there, I can recover. But I'm not willingly choosing to go right. there. <laughs> right. And I think that that is what I hear you saying is it was like I was willing to go there if this didn't work out. But now it's like I'm not willing to go there. If it goes there, I know I, I could dig out of it. Yeah. And that's not an option. It just would be the last thing that happens. But it's not an option of, of things that I'm yeah. going to choose. It's, it's a funny dynamic because having done that built a lot of confidence in me that I can basically do anything, go anywhere, and be okay, right? Like, I'll find a way. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a characteristic that parts of it anyway, I hope my children can develop. Hopefully, there's a way they can go about it that wasn't my path, that's a little bit cleaner, and, you know, not so destructive to others um, but there there is certainly a realized value there from having that quality man but uh that's good have the quality but don't use it as a safe yeah <laughs> uh anything else you want to say as we wrap up no that's it man I think uh Said my piece. All right. Well, if you gain anything from this episode, please make sure uh, you let us know. Uh, hit us up on social media, uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, saying uh, marriage is searching marriage is tougher. Uh, also, if you again, if you want to be a guest, 
reach out to marriagesuffer.com, um, hit our contact form, hit the link that says be a guest, and let us know who you are and what you'd like to talk about. And we will try to get you in as soon as possible. So thanks again for listening and tuning in and taking time. And we will see you next time.